Hi, and welcome to the Days Gone podcast. I'm Claire Weaver, a screenwriter, author, and Days Gone fan, and this podcast is a place to discuss the game in all its glory, share my opinions, both popular and unpopular, and listen to me fangirl over one of the best games ever made. There will be spoilers ahead, so continue at your own risk. Welcome to The Freak Show. Welcome to the one-year anniversary episode of the Days Gone podcast. Before we get started, I have the usual reminders. Weekdays at 8am Mountain Time, you can watch me livestream my Days Gone playthrough. I take on hordes, talk shit about rippers, and lay waste to ambush camps all before I've had my morning cup of coffee. You can find me on my newly rebranded YouTube channel, 8-Bit Terror. I'm also a guest on the Spornicus Rex YouTube channel on Tuesdays and Fridays at the new time of 9pm Mountain. On Tuesdays, we're currently playing through one of my favourite franchises of all time, Uncharted. And on Fridays, we're doing a co-op playthrough of Dying Light. Also, the Days Gone podcast community now has a Discord server. Please come hang out and join the conversation. Okay, it's been exactly one year since I launched the Days Gone podcast. To celebrate this milestone, I invited podcast guests from the past year to talk about what Days Gone means to them. Let's take a listen. Hey, this is Joey Image from the Days Gone podcast, episode number 24. I want to congratulate Claire on the anniversary of the podcast, uh, the YouTube channel, the live streams, the 500 plus subs, and the recent move, and uh, everything that's going on on the Discord channel. Everyone's great. The community is great. And uh, basically, Days Gone to me is a love story. Uh, at its heart, and to me, it means the world. I mean, it's uh, it was a way that my wife and I bonded uh, even closer together. Um, she's very story driven when it comes to video games. She likes games that has a backstory. So basically, I would play, and she would watch, and she would follow along with the story, as would I. Uh, and we just got so uh, so sucked into the story that, I mean, I've now played through the game nine times. Uh, and I am in, currently in my tenth playthrough. Um, also, the game um, let me meet some great people. Again, the Discord community, the Days Gone podcast community, uh, as well as those that made the game. Um, I, was, I was lucky enough to uh, go to Bend, Oregon to hang out with the crew... That uh, of developers from Ben Studio that created the game. I have uh, remained friends with them since then. That was September of 2021, almost a year now. And uh, everything's great. Everyone is great. And uh, I love talking to those guys. And I love this podcast community. So anyway, don't want to take too much more of your time, but uh, I appreciate uh, being included in this special episode. And I love being on episode 24. Uh, talk to you all soon. Thanks. G'day Bear Tribe Tribe, I'm 626Aussie, or John to my friends. I was on episode 22 and 23, the Iron Mike episodes of the podcast. I was supposed to be one episode, but I rambled on a little bit. Uh, so we talked about Iron Mike and several other topics. What does Days Gone to mean to me? Days Gone is more than just a game. Um... <laughs> sounds cliche to say it's a it's a way of life it's not a way of life days gone has introduced me to a community of 
like-minded people, um, good people, people that I have uh, joined online and hang out with on a regular basis and we get together and we game and we just talk about life and gaming and it has brought me into a social community that I would not have had if I had not played Days Gone, if I had not been part of the Reddit community. Um, that's what Days Gone is to me. It It is more than just a game. It is, it is a community of people, um, friendly, sociable folks with a common interest. And that common interest is Days Gone, but so much more than that. Hello, Days Gone podcast community. This is Spawnicus Rex, and I have been a recurring guest on this show. My episodes include 8 and 9, 14, 16, my personal favorite, 20, 29, 30, and most recently, episode 39. I've also collaborated with Claire on some of the other episodes by suggesting talking points and questions. Finding Claire and the Days Gone podcast has literally changed my life, much like finding Days Gone in the first place. When I first found Days Gone, I had no idea the impact this one game would have on my life. I was depressed, working a job that I hated in an unhappy, toxic relationship and honestly, still failing to deal with the grief of losing my own wife in 2009. I immediately loved the gameplay and the game world itself, sneaking and sniping, tracking and ambushing the hordes, riding along the broken road at night with the moon shining through the mist of the Cascades region. All of that felt natural to me. It just felt right. And I fell into the world of Days Gone with a passion that I had not felt for anything in years. I also gradually came to feel a deep emotional connection with Deacon St. John and the major themes of the game, like loyalty, loss, grief, anger, and hope for a brighter future. Without realizing it, I was using Days Gone as a coping mechanism for the pain I was feeling, and channeling that energy into Days Gone drove me to begin creating content. I was also really excited to share this amazing world with my friends who game, so I started sharing the content that I was making. The early videos and photo mode captures that I shared on the Days Gone subreddit were all created because I simply could not make myself step out of this world created by Ben Studio. For me, this was very similar to Claire starting her podcast because she just wanted so badly to talk about Days Gone with literally anyone who was willing to listen. I just had to make content and share it with anybody who cared to watch the videos. Then an unbelievable thing happened. Sam Whitwer, the actor who played Deacon St. John, shared one of my videos on his Twitter, and my YouTube channel blew up virtually overnight. This was the catalyst that I needed, not just to start taking my YouTube channel seriously as a business, but also to get my shit together in general. When I was able to monetize my channel, I realized then that I had a way to get out of the rut I had been living in and start making some positive changes. Then something else amazing happened. 
Claire Weaver of the Days Gone podcast reached out to the Days Gone air quotes expert, Spawnicus Rex, and invited him to be a guest on her show. Initially, I only listened to her podcast to decide if I even wanted to be involved in the project, but after listening to a few minutes of the very first episode, I knew right then that no matter what else happened, I wanted to be involved in any projects she had going on because I knew I needed Claire Weaver in my life. At first, it was all professional. I was impressed by her passion for Days Gone and her passion to create. I knew that she could help me bring a new level of professional polish to my own channel. So with zero hesitation, I agreed to be a guest on her show. My only two questions were, can I plug my YouTube channel? And have you heard of Borislav 24-7? He's somebody else you should definitely talk to. Many of you will already know the rest of this story. I am now retired from the job that I hated, living in a beautiful old house in the wonderful state of Colorado with the most amazing woman I have ever known, and now doing full-time the job I have always wanted, producing content for my YouTube channel and sharing my love of gaming with the community of some of the coolest fucking people I have ever met. That is what Days Gone means to me. Hey, this is Jason Spizak, and I was on episode 11 of Days Gone Podcast, and I play Schizo. What I loved about Days Gone, I loved working with writer John Garvin from Bend Studios, uh, who was also part of Uncharted Golden Abyss and other games. And uh, John and I are big fans of Shakespeare, and we like, I would say, more complicated tales. A lot of people didn't see Schizo as a likable character, which I love. No one likes Iago and Othello either. And that doesn't mean that the character's not good. It just means that that's well written because you really want to punch the guy in the face, which is great. Um, and yeah, so I really loved the writing and I loved getting to work. Anytime I get to work in motion capture, it's one of my favorite things in the world. Hi everyone, I'm Daniel, the host of Video Games and Coffee, and I was on episode 18 of the Days Gone podcast titled Days Gone and Coffee. Claire was kind enough to have me on her show, and it was an absolute pleasure talking to her because she is also such a super fan of Days Gone. Days Gone made an incredible first and lasting impression on me, and it has become one of my favorite games of all time. From the story and the characters to the exceptional quality of the visuals and gameplay and the that that soundtrack, man, you just, you cannot beat that soundtrack. <laughs> Days Gone is a world I love to jump back into to just escape reality a bit and live vicariously through Deacon St. John, a drifter on a righteous mission who loves to kick ass and ride a motorcycle <laughs> through the post-apocalyptic world of Oregon. Um, it is It is one of the best post-apocalyptic world games. It is one of the best open world games. It has one of the strongest stories in a video game with characters that have very intense motivation. And you know what? If Ben Studio did nothing else from this day forward, they will still be remembered as the group that created one of the greatest games of this genre. So thank you, Ben Studio, for giving us this awesome experience. Thank you, Claire, for having me on the show. You're doing wonderful, and I can't wait to hear more. And for everyone listening... Take care, have fun, be safe, be good to each other. And if you haven't already, I, uh, for the love of Christ, man, play Days Gone. 
Hi there, Claire. This is Borislav247 here, and I featured on episodes, I'm pretty sure it was 33 and 34 of your Days Gone podcast. Firstly, Claire, thank you so much for asking me to uh, participate in your one-year special anniversary video, which you are making, and congratulations are in order in a big way from myself, because... Although it's only been one year, Claire, you already have over 500 subscribers for your channel. You're doing so much for the Days Gone community, and I'm sure everyone else will agree that you are doing an absolutely amazing job in the Days Gone world for all of us. Now, on to the question. Well, Claire, the question of Days Gone, what does this game mean to me? Well, this particular game means an awful lot to me. In fact, I would go as far as to say this game for me has been life-changing. And I know that may sound a little bit over the top, <laughs> but I will explain why. Because not only did I lose a great number of weeks of my life playing this amazing open-world game um, that really gripped me right from the start, Bench Studio were very, very clever in the way that they approached this game with the gamers in terms of giving you very little at the start, frightening you to death by showing you groups of these hordes very early on when you knew you had no chance of absolutely uh, being able to deal with them, and then created a fantastic story and a game that went on for easily 50 to 80 hours, depending on how much of the game that you actually played, because there are side missions, etc. as well that you can uh, complete, but uh, for the full Days Gone experience, you really need to play everything. And then, of course, Bench Studio happened to bring up their downloadable content, which are the Days Gone challenges. After playing these, I got absolutely hooked. These were basically the extreme versions of everything that you experience in the Days Gone main game. With the exception of uh, Dead Before Daylight, but I don't know why Ben Studio put that in, but that's another story. <laughs> but anyhow, folks, um, after playing these challenges and the main game for so long, this is where Days Gone started to change my life. Because it was at this point where I decided to create a YouTube channel. And this YouTube channel was based purely on the Days Gone game. Now, I will be honest, folks, I have done videos from odd other things um, since bringing out the early Days Gone content that I did, but I've always gone back to Days Gone. And for me, I would easily say that my channel is 90 to 95% Days Gone content based. And this also created... Uh, another part of my life which uh, I love for so many reasons. I was originally so afraid of letting myself loose on the internet via live streams or even by the fact that I would have to reply to comments on videos that I put on my channel. But through doing this, I have met some of the most wonderful people on the planet because I can't stress this enough, folks. The Days Gone community is absolutely fantastic and there is a lot of people that i have got to know just purely through this amazing game which is another reason why i'm saying this is life-changing for me i'll mention one or two of the names in particular that have really really helped me um throughout the time of my days gone experience on youtube channel and have to start with yourself claire weaver of days gone podcast 
you have been instrumental in a great number of areas of my uh, journey in getting to where I am now. Uh, another person I have to mention, this gent has helped me more than probably anyone else on the planet in terms of help and support, and that man is the legend Sponicus Rex. Sir, without a lot of your help, I wouldn't be anywhere near what I am now in terms of uh, what I have in terms of subscribers for my channel. As well as this, I've had some fantastic support from a great number of other people. Um, two in particular I'll start with are Chrissy Cupcake and Basics of Pain. Amazing support and have helped me in a great number of ways. As well as this, I'm going to mention another few names. I'll try and keep them very brief. If anybody I do not mention, please don't take offence, but just straight off the top of my head, you're talking Fox Mulder, Catherine Jones, Jay Stabe, Dandy Denny, Jeremy McGee, Joe Schmo, Headhunter Telesto, Heidi H, MXT, The Dukes, Libby, and there are a whole, whole load more. I could go on for quite some time, folks, but I won't. Um, I'll wrap it up at this point just by basically saying what does Days Gone mean for me? It means so much. It Because it has been life-changing and so many things have happened because of this amazing game, that is all-encompassing for me. And my journey is still going on. <laughs> Thank you for listening, folks. Hello, this is Richie Belmont, and I was in the episode Politics and Ideology. One of the things that stood out to me the most about Days Gone was how the characters try to figure out the best way to rebuild um, life as as they knew it before um, before the Freakers took over. Um, do they try to rebuild society the way it was? Do they create a whole new system? Is it based on... Uh, military might is it based on chaos or is it based on religion and um, I found that to be a, a really fascinating part of the playing experience um, I really 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 enjoyed playing Days Gone and uh, I really want to uh, thank Claire uh, who was the person who I was listening to the podcast and uh, just listening to uh, Claire describing the game made me uh, play it so I really do appreciate Claire and I do really appreciate uh, the Days Gone podcast for bringing to light a very underrated game so uh, thanks a lot Claire and uh, congratulations on a year uh, anniversary and uh Let's just uh, keep going with the Freak Show. My name is Mike Padua, and I was a guest on episode 28 of the Days Gone podcast where we talked about photo mode. I'm going to talk about what Days Gone means to me, but first I want to give a shout out to our host, Claire, or Cla, as she says, for creating a podcast for a game that is so special to so many of us. A game that at one time I thought everybody but me hated until I started discovering groups and subreddits and eventually this podcast dedicated to the love of this very special experience of a game. In fact, when I discovered this podcast in January of this year, 2022, I was 
heading home after a long day and I just wanted to soak in some Days Gone content. So I did a search on Spotify for anything having to do with Days Gone. Lo and behold, this podcast shows up and I think to myself, uh, these episodes are probably a couple years old, but whatever. I just want to hear people talk about this game that I really love. And as I'm scrolling through the episodes, I discover that the podcast only started publishing that previous August and that there was a new episode every week and that there was an episode published as recently as yesterday. So of course, I got excited. I reached out and volunteered myself as a guest because I was so enthused to talk about this game that, again, I thought nobody liked. A game that I'd never talked about with anyone because nobody I knew played it. So Claire, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people when I say thank you and hats off to you for what you do. Days Gone is really special to me in several ways. To offer some context, it was not on my radar at all. I'd seen the images on the internet of a gruff biker dude with an army of freakers behind him, and I just filed it away with so many other zombie games. And I'm using air quotes around zombie here. I know they're freakers. Calm down. But Daisy, State of Decay, Days Gone, they all just melted into the background for me because, honestly, I was burnt out on the genre. For some perspective, I quit watching Walking Dead in the middle of season four, way back in 2013. That's how uninterested I was. Well, I was on YouTube one day and I stopped paying attention to do something else. In the background, a random video auto-played and I saw some really great looking gameplay of a guy making his way through a cave filled with what I would come to know as freakers. It looks smooth, well animated, really intense and really fun. What the hell is this, I thought. I looked at the title of the video and I saw that it was called Days Gone. Now, I'm the kind of guy that does research, so over the next few days I watched more videos. And I watched even more videos and I watched more videos over again, trying to avoid all the story spoilers I could. But I just wanted to see this this gameplay because this game just looked fun. Of course, I looked at the reviews and we all know that the reviews for this game at launch were, let's just say... As rough as the broken road. It discouraged me a little bit, but the gameplay in the videos I saw just kept haunting my thoughts. The game simply looked like it was a blast to play. Now, mind you, this is in August of 2020, in the middle of the lockdowns that were going on, almost a year and a half after the game's launch, so I'm late to the party. So I figure the game is probably pretty well patched up by now. So why not? Let's kill some zombies. That I mean, freakers. Sorry. So I get the game and fast forward to a few weeks later, after about 100 hours of total playtime, I rolled credits and earned my first platinum trophy on what I thought was easily the most memorable game of that console generation. A game that haunted me, characters that stuck with me, storylines that took twists and turns that I never expected, all the way through a conclusion that just blew me away. Now, I love open world games like Skyrim and Fallout, but I'll be honest with you. I don't remember the name of a single one of the hundreds of NPCs in any of those games. But I'm never going to forget Iron Mike's positivity, even though he had to make some really tough and even some really bad decisions in a horrible world that he'd found himself in. I'm never going to forget how Ricky had the guts to stand up to Deacon and ultimately become one of his most important allies. 
I'll never forget the absolute love and loyalty between Boozer and Deacon and how Boozer had to overcome a grave injury and still be one of the most beloved characters of the game. And I'll never forget Copeland's unhinged rants that kind of make more sense the more I think about them. Of course, there's everybody's favorite, Schizo, whose whole story arc made him one of the best villains in all of media. I just loved to hate that guy and killing him felt so good. I love that part. <laughs> I, I could go on and on about every character, but I'll just say this. Every character was in service to an amazing story. A story that was presented in a game that I could not put down. There's a lot more that can be said about why I love this game and what it means to me. But I think if you're listening to this, you probably already know. Anyway, I got a bunk call in my name. But I'm not going to bed. I'm going to play Days Gone, which I just bought a second time because I just got my Steam Deck. So I get to play this game on the go now. So I'm pretty excited about that. Thanks for listening, and I will see you on the broken road. This is a statement from Josh Bryant, who was a guest on episodes 12, 13, 17, and 21. Days Gone incorporates some of my favorite things, motorcycles, the Pacific Northwest, and zombies of a sort. It has inspired me to get back on the road on my motorcycle, and I'm currently exploring the Yukon while dodging bears, moose, and maybe a few freakers. The only downside to living like this is that I don't get to play Days Gone for a while. Sorry I couldn't make a recording, but I'm actually amazed I even found internet this far north. This is Joe Schmo. I was on episode 38 and 40 of this beautiful Days Gone podcast, and I guess what Days Gone means to me is just, I don't know, it's it's one of the best video games that's ever been created in my opinion and it's just the 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 environment is so beautiful the story is so beautiful and the love and intention that went into building it and the love and attention that comes through throughout the entire game is just beyond truly beyond compare it's it's just one of those special things that you can't find in a lot of different places it has so much to offer and so much to give while maybe not being the most perfect game that's ever been created but it has so much heart to it and the story has such such a good message that no matter what's going on you know you is as long as you are never willing to give up as long as you're always willing to push yourself forward and constantly fight for you know the things around you for the people around you for the people you love there's there's nothing that's going to be able to stop you because you are the only thing that can ever block you from doing whatever you feel that you should you know be be going toward and this game just has that message so well built in to every aspect of it deacon saint john is just a person that you can't tell him no if it's something that he wants or needs 
or it's something that someone he loves wants or needs you know like he you can't tell him no he's gonna go get it and it's just there's nothing like days gone there will never be anything like days gone probably ever again and the game just means so much my name is ken luke i was on episode 38 of the days gone podcast when we spent time talking about the soundtrack and different aspects of the soundtrack I think my favorite thing about Days Gone has to be the depth of characters and the relatability to those characters. The voice actors and the the writers came together in tandem in a way that you can relate to either one or more of the characters in the game. They remind you of somebody you know something that you used to know, or who you are. Another great thing I really enjoyed about Days Gone is just no run-through is going to be exactly the same. It's it's just one of those things that it never really gets old. You can go back and play a time and time and time again, and you just always revert back to playing Days Gone. I mean, it's just so many great things about this game and not to mention the community i mean there's so much support for days gone and it's just a phenomenal game phenomenal studio and i can't wait for max playground hi this is james allen mccune i played wade taylor in days gone and i'm actually very thankful to get to speak about this again because since we last spoke on the show I've had a lot to think about, and I've realized this game is way more important to me than I first thought. I could speak forever about why this game is important to me artistically. Just as an actor, I learned so much on a technical and creative level while shooting this, but more importantly, I think that this game reignited my relationship with my inner child in a big way. Growing up, I played video games all the time, and I found it to be this cathartic escape from the real world in a way that I kind of lost the older I got. I'm not really sure what happened in particular, but I've struggled with depression and anxiety a lot as an adult, and it really kind of zapped the fun away in many capacities, but especially while playing video games. The world just felt a little bit heavier, and it was a little bit more difficult to distract myself, I suppose. This game really brought me out of a big funk. In 2020, I started playing it, and I don't really know anybody who survived that time period who doesn't have a war story from it, but If I could do 2020 over, I would make sure that I still played this game. Sure, it's gory and violent and not necessarily the most comforting circumstances, but something about the beautiful landscape and the relationships and the performances really bring me home in a strange way. This game was a very bright light for me in an otherwise incredibly dim moment, and it hasn't stopped being a really lovely source of comfort for me. And speaking professionally, as somebody who is very aware of how special it is to get to work as a VO artist and to do performance capture at that, it's never been lost on me what an honor it is to get to do this. I am mostly known as a TV and film actor who does musical theater, and it's not really the easiest thing in the world to convince people that you can do VO. So John took a huge chance on me by casting me in such a cool role when it's not something that I had proven I could do yet. It's hard to work in VO. It's hard to get cast as a voiceover artist. I mean, it's hard to get cast in anything. I'm not really the kind of person who works all the time. I wish this were my full-time job. So to get to play a character this well-written in a game that's this fun and this important to me, 
is marvelous. I'm very, very grateful for it. You'd expect to see this kind of writing in a TV show or a film. I think it says a lot about what's possible in storytelling for video games to see something like this, and it's just really exciting to be a part of it. All in all, if I don't get to work in VO again, and I'm knocking on a hell of a lot of wood to make sure that's not the case, but if it just so happens that this is the last thing I do in video games, I think on my deathbed, I'm going to factor this in for why I had a pretty cool life. I love it. I love it so much. Go play it. If you haven't played it yet, please go play it. Also, why are you listening to a podcast about it if you hadn't played it? But go recommend it to your friends if you have. I'm shocked more people aren't talking about it, and I'm so glad this podcast exists because more people need to be singing its praises. It's so good. It's up there in my like top five games of all time. I think there's probably a handful of games everybody has that they're just going to play and repeat the rest of their life, and this is really far up there for me. It's like Ocarina of Time, Resident Evil 4, and this. I will just play this on repeat forever. I love it. Thank you again for asking me to speak about this. If anybody out there wants to find me, my handle is on all the platforms at J-A-L-L-E-N-M-C, Jalen Mick. So go look me up. Ask me anything you want. I would love to talk more. Ta-ta. Have a good night. I don't know how to say goodbye. So long. Claire Weaver here. What does Days Gone mean to me? Everything. It's been an eventful year filled with highs and lows, There have been some massive changes in my life, all for the better, and I've grown so much as a person by stepping outside of my comfort zone. I've met so many wonderful people, and I've been welcomed by an amazing community of fans. And it all began with a video game called Days Gone. We all know Days Gone is an incredible game that pulls at the heartstrings and touches your soul. But Days Gone is also a game that inspires. It lit a passion inside of me that, for a while, I'd forgotten I was capable of. I didn't consciously realize it at the time, but I was in a pretty dark place for a number of years. I'd lost touch with who I am and what I love about life. I was lonely, isolated, and unconfident. And then this video game came along, and suddenly I was passionate about something again. There was fire in my heart, a burning desire to create, experience, and connect. It's hard to put a finger on why Days Gone had such an impact on me. I connected with the depth of character and Deacon's emotional journey to find Sarah, the idealism of Iron Mike and Ricky, the delectably detestable villain that is Schizo, the realism of the world, the attention to detail, the imagination, the gameplay loop, the fun of the auto shotgun and machete. It's all of those things and more. I started this podcast with the goal of maybe getting to chat with a handful of other fans of the game, if I was lucky. I recorded the first three episodes in one sitting with no script or honestly any planning. I even had the mic settings wrong and it recorded using my laptop mic instead of the professional grade microphone I was speaking into. Fuck it, I thought. It's raw and honest and maybe 10 people max are going to listen. Let's just put it out and see what happens. And holy shit, a lot happened. I had no inkling that a year later my life would be so very different. Not only did the podcast directly lead me to find myself once again, I also found something else along the way. Love and happiness. In a twist I did not see coming, I met someone who's not only an incredible person, but they love Days Gone too. If anything, they're a bigger nerd for it than I am. I'm sure you can guess who I'm talking about. When I started the show, I had no idea I'd get to speak with so many amazing people involved in the creation of the game. Jim Perry, Jason Spizak, 
Bernardo de Paula, James Allen McCune, Eric Jensen, and Jeff Ross. And of course, my incredible guests who have taught me so much about the intricacies of the game and have as much passion for it as I do. Joe, Spornicus Rex, Ken, Dandy Denny, Borislav, Zach, Mike, Kellen, Richie, Joey, John, Josh, Dan Izzo, Dan Belmont, and Anthony. I'll be forever grateful to all my guests and to Ben Studio for creating a masterpiece. To everyone who's been a part of the podcast over the past year, everyone who's contributed to support the show, all the viewers on my live streams, everyone who's written in with thoughts, comments, questions, and counter-arguments, and of course, every single person who's listened. And to the fictional man we've all spent many hours of our lives embodying, Deacon St. John. From the bottom of my heart, to all of you, thank you. My life would not be the same if it wasn't for Days Gone and all of you. You can support the Days Gone podcast via buymeacoffee.com slash 8bitterror. All contributions are greatly appreciated and really help with the overhead costs of running the podcast. And I want to give a big shout out to Jay Stabby, Anton G, and an anonymous person for contributing. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share so more people can find the show. Thank you for an amazing first year. I'm looking forward to what comes next. You can email me your thoughts, comments, opinions, and counter-arguments at daysgonepod at gmail.com. You can also find me moderating the Days Gone subreddit. Thanks for listening. Weaver out. Weaver out.